Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Six Forgotten Warriors, Chapter 3. Bry Guy, I'm glad you didn't forget to <laughs> watch Spider-Man with me so we could talk about it. This is I would never forget this, Jason. This is yeah. distinctly memorable. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and I'm going to start calling you Black Marvel, and you can call me, <laughs> I mean, you can call me who, whatever you want, but I'd prefer Wizard if you could call me Wizard. <laughs> so, before we get into the, the real meat of the episode, let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a second, because <laughs> okay. there's this guy, one of the warriors, uh-huh. is Black Marvel, who... Black Marvel. Mm-hmm. Who the first time I watched it, I was listening to them say his name. I was like, "Did he say Black Marble?" Yeah, Wait, but but <laughs> yeah, I thought the same. No, thing. he said Black right. Marvel. Marvel, right? And Which implies there's a white Marvel. Well, <laughs> implies there's <laughs> right. a white Marvel, but also like, so they they in those scenes, Black Marvel kind of had had the voice of a black person, but yeah, he was a white guy, <laughs> right? With with curly hair, right? right. Right, yeah. Um, what? What's his name? Marlo was his was Black Marvel's assistant, and I was like, "Oh, because they're both black." No, nope. no, no. Nope. <laughs> That's not why. Which is much more problematic, actually. Now that I have given that That's some thought, just weird. yeah. It's and just weird. Uh, I did a little bit of research on these characters. And, yeah, yeah. Talk uh, to me, black, Goose. Mar- black Marvel did exist in the comics, but he had no superpowers. So, the, what the did Black Marvel do? Let me just read you some trivia here. Yeah. Black yeah. Marvel's costume was given him by a chief of a Native American tribe after he completed a series of dangerous tests. And using this costume, Black Marvel fought the Nazis. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. It's almost All like, right. and I, I am not saying this is okay. I am not uh, a cheerleader of this. I am not I am not supporting this. But it's almost like the writers of the comics were like, we made a superhero black. What else do you want from us? We're not going to give him superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> You've been asking for this for years, and you got it. <laughs> oh boy! I don't know. That's just oh the way. boy. Yeah, and, and, and you know these characters, the six forgotten warriors. If mm-hmm. they're in the comic books, Jason, uh huh, that would explain the the title that they're forgotten because I had absolutely no <laughs> idea about any of these characters. Oh man. Well, we get we we learn quite a bit about them. I mean, this is part three of five. Correct. Of this uh, uh, six, forgotten six forgotten warriors, warriors arc, yeah. Again, they missed um, the mark so close. So close. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what this episode was about. Please. So Spidey gets the lowdown on the six forgotten, uh, and the before they were forgotten, they were the six American warriors, right? Uh, and he gets this story from Professor Mosley, Robbie's uh, friend, and then he gets some uh, some later uh, fill in details on the on the story from Keen Marlowe. Uh, who was Ben Parker's buddy. Uh, Captain America was one of these six, and the five others were like almost super soldiers, right, um, right. just with a with a kind of messed up formula. They were given, right. the, yeah, they, they got their powers with the, with a different formula. The, the powers of these five, they fade over time, and they turn them on and off with a little, with a little magic ring or something. A decoder ring. Yeah. Right, right. And the names of these five, we already t- talked about Black Marvel. The other five, the other four are Wizard, yeah. Destroyer, yep. Miss America, and Thunderer. 
Thunderbird, which is like something a little kid would make up for a, co- a comic book character. Right, like, right. I want a superhero that makes thunder. He's the Thunderer. Thunderer. <laughs> so, but the gist of the story is that uh, Red Skull Red Skull built a uh, doomsday weapon on American soil during the war uh, with help from some Nazi secret agents. The six warriors find out about the plot, uh, or the plot. They find out about the plot to set that uh, the doomsday device off. Right, uh, and then they stop Red Skull and his uh, minions. But in the process, Cap and Red, Red Skull are uh, sucked into this energy vortex and, like, banished to another dimension or something? Question, Question mark. mark. Right. Uh, the other five warriors keep the six keys that you need to get into the Doomsday Complex. They keep those hidden for the next uh, 50 years. Mm-hmm. Groitzig, he's kind of been a key uh, member of this uh, story from the beginning. He wanted to destroy the Doomsday Weapon for good. The Parkers helped him find out the secret identities of the uh, other five warriors who had the keys. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, they knowing that they were going to get whacked by the Russians, they gave Groitzig the information in the box. Yep. Um, that's the what box. was in the box. That's what was in the box. <laughs> and uh, Kingpin, of course, ends up with that box in the last episode. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you see where this is going. Kingpin is now going to, now that he knows those, uh, who the who the five warriors are, he six his, uh, he six. Six is six? <laughs> he, he's going to sick his six on the five. <laughs> right. Hang on. I need to write this down. Yeah. So he can get the, so he can get the doomsday keys. And then by the end of this episode, they have half the keys. They have three of them. We assume that Mosley has Black Marvel's two keys because Black Marvel ended up with two of the six. Right. And we did. We haven't. The other only other one who we haven't seen is Thunderer, uh, right. and we obviously assume he has another. I mean, that's what happens in this episode, right? Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. Basically, then it's just kind of a cat and mouse game, and I think that's what it's going to be for the rest of the arc, where the bad mm-hmm. six are chasing after the good. Well, five. Yeah. Five. Five plus plus Spider Man. Right. Gives six. You six. Yep. Six. We get a dirty dozen when it's all put together here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Another World War Two movie. Yeah. God, we should exactly. have done this years ago. <laughs> the stuff writes itself, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. Yeah. Um Yeah, but that's that's what you got. And uh we got uh we got a really good uh, uh, recap in the beginning. I know you don't need to recap a recap, but I was very mm-hmm. grateful for it this week. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to ask you, Jason. Yeah, when you when you watch the show, do you mm-hmm. do the skip intro? Usually do. And uh, after receiving your uh, studious notes mm-hmm. uh, on my on my second uh, viewing, I I went ahead and I watched it. They did indeed change the intro. I have no idea how long ago that happened because it could have been ten episodes ago. Could right. have, yeah. I, I right. mean, I guess I would presume it was like the beginning of the fifth season, right? But right. I don't know that for sure because I don't yeah. remember the last time I watched the whole intro. Me neither. I was making notes and mm-hmm. um, heard the music, and the music sounded a little bit different. So then yeah, kind of you know, or, you know, the eyebrow right. raise, and then I yeah. watched. And yeah, there's stuff that we haven't seen yet. Which is always interesting to me in a show. Yeah, I think you're right. In the title Mm -hmm. title sequence, you see things you haven't seen yet. And I remember as a kid getting kind of a little charge out of that Uh uh before the internet when we had other ways to entertain ourselves. (laughs) Right, right. I'd be like, oh, that's in the that's in the opening credits. I'd get right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Obviously, obviously. I my favorite part of the uh, revised opening titles is that Morbius is not in them at all. (laughs) So I hope that I hope that means we've seen the last of him. He is he is a forgotten vampire. (laughs) Right. He's got his fill of plasma. We don't. He doesn't need to come back. (laughs) 
Oh, hi, Spider-Man. I mean, you're going to miss that, right? <laughs> that I that I will miss. Yeah, so this, I mean, this this episode was pretty much backstory, right? Like, yeah, this was and, 50 years in the past, basically. Yeah. And it, and it was, it was good. It was cool. I especially thought it was cool to see Captain America, uh, you know, punching guys and well, did he punch anybody? He threw his shield and he had, yeah. and he had, he had, he was hand wrestling with, with Red Skull. I don't remember if he actually punched anybody. No. You know, so I definitely liked that. Uh, and you know, seeing the identity of the other five was cool. I liked uh, I I liked that we found out why uh, Keen Marlowe was poking around in the Parker's basement, right. um, and we you know and we found out a little bit more about who he really is because he is he which one was he, he was Destroyer right yeah yes we found out yes. that he is Destroyer right right because he got married towards the end of the episode and he said but who did she love the Destroyer or Marlowe and he oh ended being, yeah he ended up being the Destroyer of, of lives, lives. <laughs> yes. wow. <laughs> poignant kids poignant yeah, yeah. yeah. what it, uh, uh, uh timmy what did you uh what was on spider-man this week oh some heavy shit, ma. Some, me... yeah, I, I saw some things mom <laughs> i don't know i might need a minute i might need to call in to school tomorrow because yeah my life might not be uh-huh. the same after uh-huh. this. oh yeah. god yeah so i should ask you how did you feel about the we'll call them the five i know it's six but the five plus Captain America. But yeah. What about the five? How did you feel about them? Cause I, I really liked them and I didn't expect to, I, I thought, Oh great. We're going to introduce new characters that have nothing to do with Spider-Man, maybe tangentially or tertiarily, whatever you want to say, maybe mm-hmm, with the whole mm-hmm. parents thing. Yeah. But I, yeah. I went into kind of skeptical, but I was mm-hmm, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I thought they were, I, I thought they were fine. I guess I was, I, I like I said I was appreciative of all the backstory, but I was mm-hmm. I I guess what I what I wrote for you in my notes of the things I wished was that we had watched the next part too, right? Because right. I I think like me what I I think what I what I missed in this is probably coming in the next episode, which is seeing them seeing those older people in action again. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. um. Yep. So that that was the only thing about it that I was like, hmm. I wonder, I because I. We heard we heard this story from uh, Professor Mosley about you know how they about their origin, right. and then and then he necessarily because he wasn't around he kind of glosses over the time between the war and the late nineties, right? Um, yeah. Which is yeah. several decades, Brian. And what um, happened in that time? And yeah, yeah I would you know you'd want to I'd I'd be curious to hear how they kept their secrets and what they, you know, what they did. And so that like, that's, that's part of what I find really interesting about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, having, not having had the ability to see loads of what they did in the, for the war effort, I really want to hear about the intervening years and, uh, right. Yeah. So I, so I, my, my response to them was fine. Tell me more. That, yeah. You let's know, see, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. see where this mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. yeah I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I just, I really did enjoy seeing them a lot more than I expected to. I was yeah. more, more interested in them than I thought it would be. And certainly more interested in them than the other six, the, the insidious, insidious version. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As far as like something that I, I really did like that kind of surprised me because you were, you're, you were surprised you liked those five so much. Uh-huh. I was surprised that the way that they connected Ben Parker to these forgotten warriors was like 
I thought kind of kind of interesting or good. So the thing was, he was the childhood friend of Keen Marlowe, the Destroyer. Right. And to uh, cut to the chase with it, uh, what happens is after Destroyer accidentally gets his wife killed, he gives his costume and his doomsday key to Ben Parker saying, please yeah. hold on to this stuff for me. I, I don't want to see it again. I'm just going to hurt people. That, that and I don't want to do that. So just right. uh, just keep this for me. And so I thought, like you know, like childhood friend with important secret. I thought was was a a fun use of Ben Parker and a a, a nice tie in. Yeah, and I did like that it was explained kind of full circle at the end where they talked about these kind of just five mysterious figures that quote unquote volunteered to become the American warriors, and that Ben Parker kind of sort of was going to be, but Marlo took his place sort of See, right? I missed that how when did when did they talk about that well after they they showed them you remember Jason you and I didn't hang out in high school but I'm sure you did with your friends <laughs> when you go to the movies and you play finger guns outside uh-huh. the, oh the yeah theater. yeah yeah mm-hmm. after that scene they showed they showed uh how they both were in love and that Marlo volunteered to be one of them but mm-hmm. I thought I kind of read between the lines maybe more than I should have that mm. Ben could have too, but Marla went in his place. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I thought I, I don't know if I, years I, didn't, ago, I didn't yeah, I didn't catch that. I I mean I caught that they were both into the same girl and that right. and that you know, she was pretty shallow cuz she was like, well, I'm going to be with the guy who's a superhero. So right. Ben exactly. Ben Parker go pound sand. Yeah. yeah exactly. uh, you know, I got I go find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So are we so the, does the math not add up here? About 50 years ago, they were like 16, 17, right? Probably, sure. Which mm-hmm. would make them in present time of the show mm-hmm. in their late 60s. I guess that would add up if that they have a... a like, I mean, like in their, in their like 70s-ish, yeah, yeah. Would that add up that they could have, that Ben Parker could have a 20-something-year-old son? No, no. <laughs> so, I, I, my, okay. my presumption... Has kind of, especially with the way, like in this, the the only time that I think Aunt May has ever been portrayed as an actual like aunt aunt to Peter Parker is in the Tom Holland movies. Yes, with all right. with all of the other ones, to me, Ben and May are great uncle, great aunt. Right. You exactly. know that yeah. that would that would track in a in you know in sort of the age range, right? And and I mean I think I, I don't know about you, but like for me I can I can uh, I can always kind of direct this back to myself because well how old was I in the late nineties? I was you know a high school student. I had a grandparent who was just barely old enough to be in World War Two. So if okay. you so if you had so if you had if you had people who were definitely old enough and like like Ben Parker and Keen Marlowe here would definitely have been you know let's say five to ten years older than my grandpa then I know well they're they then I can yeah. kind of you know I can kind of piece together in my head well that they would definitely be like grandparents of Peter Parker right yeah. right and yeah. and I don't know why the the ant in the comic books and in most of the movies and tv shows now that we're watching why the ant is always this feeble you know geriatric older lady because when I was mm-hmm. you know Peter Parker's age in my mid twenties. My aunts and uncles were in their the age we are now. Sure, like sure. In their forties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. I mm-hmm. I yeah. I no, think, it's got to be. It's just... it's got to be that they are like Peter's dad's aunt and uncle. Yes, exactly. And yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Yeah. right. I think it just makes more sense. Like 
story-wise, at least with this universe of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it makes more sense for it to be part of the Captain America times, which mm-hmm. they're true mm-hmm. they're true to time with World War II. So yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. yeah. If we think too much about it, it can start to kind of unravel. But yeah, it yeah. Com- I think we probably spent more time thinking about it than the writers did. So <laughs> certainly more time than the other viewers did. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can say I can say yes. that. But that's but that, dear listener, is the whole point uh, of well, this, right? You know, yeah, that's, that's what. Here. Yeah. That's what we're doing for you. Uh, we yeah. we do the we do the hard stuff. You just you just listen and and laugh. Yeah. Things that I did not like about this episode. I was I was annoyed that it was pretty much all backstory. Like uh-huh. I know it was I knew it was all necessary. Um, and in like in like in retrospect, at the end of the episode, I was like, in the larger arc, this makes sense for this to be here. You know, the, mm-hmm. this is. This is when you tell this part of that story, right. um, but still, like as a you know, if we're if we're judging and looking based on the content of this one episode, it, it bugged me that really the only things that <laughs> happened in present time were Spider-Man heard a story and the Insidious Six took some keys. Like that's <laughs> yeah, those are the two right, things right. that happened. <laughs> like in real time, this probably was over the course of about as long as us watching the show, right? Five minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a bathroom break in the middle of the story, but yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. do you think next week will be more flashback, or I am be... really anticipating more action next yeah. week? Yeah, right. Yeah, more of the cat and mouse, more of the getting the keys, mm-hmm. more of the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I would yeah. agree. I would yeah. agree. Any, any, like, what a you mentioned obviously that you liked the the five themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, what what are there things that they that like moments in the show or uh, uh particular aspects that really that really worked for you that rang true and you were like oh yeah that's a good move what did, what, um, what did you well, like I, I did like uncle ben being like figuring out where uncle ben gets the great power line oh I okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah yeah i mean if we're not going to get peter parker's parents which I, I i'm still holding my breath but very shallowly mm-hmm, at this point mm-hmm, yeah we will yeah. but if we're not going to get that i'm all for getting some more backstory about uncle ben it's just yeah. one of those things that you know you grow up being a spider-man fan and you just kind of take for granted jason like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. just what uncle ben says crazy yep, old yep. man he probably had like 50 of those things that he was saying like, <laughs> right you know done bun can't be undone and that you know like <laughs> stuff that old men say you know <laughs> but it's cool to actually like hear an origin story of that yeah yeah um I was saying that I like the Six Forgotten Warriors more than the the Insidious Six, and I was also really glad that the Six Forgotten Warriors. You called this a few weeks ago uh, that they're not Kingpin's Insidious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I I was thinking that would be too easy, but I I mm-hmm. truly like that they were forgotten. I don't know if this is something I liked or didn't like, but you put in your notes, so I want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, how did the world forget them? <laughs> like, yeah, they were superheroes. We they didn't have a million superheroes ever in, you know, this world, you know, mm-hmm, and no, mm-hmm. no one's just yawning and saying, Oh, look, another superhero. <laughs> right. Kind of a big right. deal. How did they get forgotten? And and why wasn't Captain America forgotten? You these, know? these are all great questions, Brian. And, the, and these, that brings me to things that I, that didn't work for me. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel like if, if Captain America is going to be remembered, and clearly Peter Parker knows who Captain America is, right? Right. Like, Mar- uh, 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 what's his name? Mosley takes that shield out, and he's like, oh, it's the shield, you know? <laughs> he starts fanboying out. Yeah, right, right. so <laughs> for for Cap to be remembered, and for the other five who were standing on cliff edges with him, 
yeah. to just be like, well, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, you know that. Some, yeah, <laughs> like some that's... weirdo with the with the thing. Yeah, you know. So that I don't know that that was that was problematic for me. Um, as far as uh, um, you know, re- for, forgetting things go. Maybe mm-hmm. that's something we'll get more info about. I I don't know. Yeah. In that in that same category and related to forgetting these uh, these people. We we do get a, a good sense from from Mosley, and I don't know if you noticed this. I, I got this from the last time I watched it. When we're getting the flashback, the way that they shot that and like had the people appear, you before they were wearing their costumes, you couldn't really see their faces that well. Like they were they were like either a little obscured or they would like they they yeah, would like have shadow. like a ha, yeah. yeah. It was so that you couldn't really. You know, you no one, no one's mug was right up there for you to go. Oh, well, that's that's so and so. Yeah, whoever. You know, so uh, they they definitely apparently were keeping their identities secret. But it seems to me like the U.S. government who created them would know who they are, and by extension, yeah, exactly. And by extension, like Shield would know who they are, <laughs> and right. and like and. And how to find them, and yeah, and uh, right. they're all good points, <laughs> you know. And so the the idea that for fifty years Shield's just going to be like, yeah, just you know, I don't know, keep that key in your purse, keep it with you all the time, yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying never, so just be ready. Yeah, it's just that I I if there's more to that story and more reason and rationale that they'll give us, I, I think that would be great. But for me in this episode, I was like, hmm. Yeah, seems like that's stuff that people would remember. And so, also, they kind of explain where where Captain America went during this time. Like, um, there is really no need. He sacrificed himself, basically, right? Like, he fought to Red Skull, and he just kind of disappeared as they were fighting over the Doomsday. Right now, if you right now again, easy to easy, dear listener, to miss if you only watched this one time or didn't listen very closely. They were, they did wrestle their way into some sort of energy vortex. Oh boy, there's a lot of and, here. And Mosley, you know, uh, Mosley helped his his friend uh, Dan Lyons, the Black Marvel, research vortex phenomenon uh, later on because they want to eventually, and they left the machine turned on because they eventually want to get Cap back. Right. Okay. So okay. so he so he's stuck in this. Uh, it's kind of you know I wouldn't be surprised actually if Captain America knows Green Goblin because they're both kind of off in. A... <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Spot. <laughs> we're still waiting for the Spot to come back. Are we gonna see some Him more too. dilators? Maybe some. What are those called? The time dilators. The things? time dilation. Uh, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, there was some sort of acronym we came up with, but so yeah, I was just gonna yeah. ask. Do you think that this is gonna negate the whole frozen and ice for forty years thing? Well, in this universe, I, I would say so. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, this is not this is not your dad or your Chris Evans Captain America. Jason. No. This no. Its own. And the, thing. and the Chris Evans cap pretty close to canon. Like uh, when That's they like when like when they brought. Uh, when they when Marvel resurrected Captain America for in the early issues of Avengers, not at the very beginning of Avengers, remember, uh, mm-hmm. folks, if you want to go back and uh, do some fun reading on your uh, Marvel Unlimited uh, subscription or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Use promo code um, Amazing Spider Fans <laughs> to get a zero percent discount. Yeah, yeah, to get a, to get a, to get a, to pay one hundred percent. 
just do it. We just want to see what happens if you do it. Let us know. But yeah, they put him in. They put him in ice when Avengers uh, started. So you right, know, uh, right. uh, that was uh, that was how that how they uh, justified bringing him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, clearly not the case here. But I like uh, that was one of the things that did work for me, and that I and that I really liked here is that they left open that possibility that maybe we'll see Captain America yet in the course of this and Red Skull, like the OG Red Skull yeah. could could come back and menace the world again 50 yeah. years later. Yeah. Yeah. Nazis never go out of fashion. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm as telling villains, you. I mean, and mm-hmm. don't take that up. Don't isolate what I just said. I meant <laughs> as, a, as a villain. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other. Uh, so I wanted to ask you this, unless you yeah. had something else you wanted to say, I had a question for you. No, go ahead. Ask my ask your question, please. Who is your favorite of the five? My favorite of the five? Yeah. Oh, whichever one does the screaming. Like, yes. Yeah, I, for, I forgot. <laughs> I think that might be Wizard. Is that right? No, the Wizard was the fast one. Okay. Was it? Uh, it was. It, it I, might be Thunderer. Yeah, it is Thunderer. Thunderer does the. Ah! Yeah, yeah. And that's why I liked it. Maybe you liked it for the same reason. He doesn't do like, oh, it's like. Like it's very like like a, I put in my notes. It's like a high C. It's to me, <laughs> he's a soprano. No, it's to me. It sounded like it sounded like uh, it sounded like Gonzo from the Muppets trying to. I know it was like ah! right or Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy when she's practicing in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. I just I was not expecting that. Like when I hear like a th- when I hear authoritative voice, I'm not saying only men can have authoritative voices. But right, when I right. Hear the description authoritative voice. I expect like a Hulk growl. Or right, a, right. Like just a very like maybe they were like the writers were like well that's the sound it would make to break a glass uh-huh, so that's uh-huh. what he should be yeah something so, like but, that so we agree Thunderer yeah um, yeah yeah and I I didn't care for the name Miss America and Spider Man said the same thing yeah yeah Miss he, America yeah like, or whatever <laughs> I think he rolled his eyes exactly the same way that we did yeah yeah, yeah. no that yeah that was uh, mm, mm, not great not yeah. great put this in my uh, didn't work category. The, okay. These are the six American warriors, one of whom is a British character actor. <laughs> right. Maybe he's like New England or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when I noticed you, that too. Yeah. When, when did you get your green card, Keen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, yeah, the, America's a really loosey-goosey term in this, <laughs> with our little ragtag crew here. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, somewhat, and, the, and also, like, if you think a little harder about that, like, childhood friend of ben parker well ben parker definitely seemed to have grown up in new york so right, like what a, so yeah like, did they move here when he was six months old and still had an accent his whole life right. <laughs> yeah a yeah. little weird yeah, uh I, could, I know i've already talked about it but that scene outside of the um movie theater jason i could put that on a loop and watch it a hundred <laughs> times and it would make me laugh <laughs> as hard each time because like the first one, um, the Marlowe character like sneaks out uh-huh, of the uh-huh. theater and he, he goes around a corner and he has like a finger gun up, like right, the index right. finger and the thumb. Yeah. And then he sees Ben and he's like, Achoo! and I'm thinking, boy, they'll do whatever the hell it takes to not show a real gun in this universe. <laughs> They're doing that, but they won't show a pistol. My favorite part of my favorite part of that whole scene was that the they present those kids to be like teenagers, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, and they, I, I guess I would presume that they were a little bit younger 
it was like you know showing their relationship so it was like a little bit younger yeah. than how old they would be when they would enlist in the army but right. like they 16. looked but they like looked teenaged you know like yeah let's say let's say somewhere between 14 and 16 years old right were you were you chasing kids around the theater finger pistoling at, no. at 14 <laughs> that's why i put in my notes oh they hit me right in the nostalgia <laughs> i was being sarcastic like who does that and if i would have done that i'm like i'm gonna get my ass kicked at school on monday if anybody that i know sees me here and i'd be like i'm not gonna ha- i'm not gonna be able to keep friends you know, do let's go see Batman Forever and then do a little finger gun, a little finger blast afterwards. <laughs> Which, Jason, if I came over and, and literally finger blasted you right now, it would be less feminine than what we saw in this episode. Oh, boy. Oh, we have so much fun. Um, we do, and I'm sorry this episode is you know a little bit more PG-13. But it's okay. <laughs> Last thing that I would that I will put in my did not work category. I want to I want to get this off my chest too because the the kingpin. We have the the scene. Yeah. We have the scene with the kingpin where you know he's back he's back in in his uh, hometown lair. <laughs> and right. he's like he's like bear hugging scorpion he's like you're the traitor right you're the traitor you <laughs> you were working for silverman he's like no man it ain't me it wasn't i didn't do it and kingpin kingpin's got the other five of them standing there yeah based on the events in the last episode we know 100 percent one of them is the traitor. is the traitor right 100 percent. so kingpin looks at the f- other five of them and he's got scorpion he's like paraphrasing but he's basically like all right nobody better traitor me again <laughs> now this time i mean it guys right. come on not very kingpinny like no i mean he was a few episodes ago he was throwing guys across the room just for practice like, right right yeah he should, he should really be a little bit more intimidating right i yeah. would think so i yeah. i would think he'd want to really uh suss out that traitor uh, a little bit faster so that was right that was kind of surprising to me um right Right, I agree. But whatever, <laughs> you know. I didn't. But I, I do want to, uh, because I, I, I'm, I had a lot of like individual little nitpicky things I could mm-hmm. rag on here. But I will say, I, I, there, I had some other things that I did uh, really like. Like, I think you mentioned too, like the fight at Aunt May's house. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like the, I like when he fights at Aunt May's house. Cause yeah, I just don't know why nobody suspects <laughs> anything. That's fair. You know That's what I mean? Fair. Like, why does he have so much stake in this old lady? Yeah. <laughs> and why is he always here? You know? Right, right. No, that's... And, and by the way, not to interrupt you, but obviously Mary Jane knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but yeah. nobody else knows, right? Except yeah. for the Make-A-Wish kid, which... Eh, yeah, probably, right. Probably doesn't know anymore. <laughs> oh, bright guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh, it might dear. be one of the last things she ever learned, but that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. It got oh, dark. No. I don't know what's gotten into me. I'm, I... <laughs> oh, oh but no. that's it. Yeah. That's it, Yeah, right? those, are, those are the only two. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the fight there, like, it would have been very easy for Mary Jane to just be like, Peter, no. I mean, right. Spider-Man, no. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so I thought that might happen. But you you liked the fight itself. Not oh, yeah. I like, well, and the, th- and the thing I, the thing I like about those fights is that, I like it when Spidey has a massive amount of incentive to 
keep his loved ones safe and you know keep his like keep his aunt's house from getting trashed like uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like basically any other real estate that he's bouncing on across the city he's like eh, whatever you know like blow up this building you know uh, <laughs> yeah exactly I don't, yeah. <laughs> you Empire know state building acid, state acid building, shoot but... this thing i don't care whatever it's just <laughs> Right. That's what we just pay not, taxes for, you know. Just but, not this modest duplex, please. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> right. So, you know, I like that. And I I and speaking of that fight too, I also did appreciate because I I, f- I feel like it's a rare thing in this show and really in a, in a lot of the kids shows. It's a rare thing for characters to admit that when they make terrible decisions. Like when we're yeah. watching and we're like that is a really dumb thing to do. So I really liked it when uh, uh, Marlo slash Destroyer after that fight was over and he gets his key taken and he kind of gets he kind of gets smacked around because his his power wears off or whatever it is. Right. He yeah. gets he, he's sitting in that chair with Spider and he's like oh, that was you know I don't remember exactly what he said but like he admitted it was the it was the wrong choice. He was like I shouldn't have put the costume on again or or whatever. Um, because mm-hmm. it, it was, yeah, it was a terrible, terrible idea. You lost your key. You you got thumped by, killed. yeah, all this stuff. And so, yeah, yeah it was just, uh, so I, I appreciated that. Yeah. It shows a little bit of maturity and a little bit of, you know, self-awareness, which a lot of these shows could easily forget. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. write that. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, it, yeah, it just, it, it also, it makes the, it makes the terrible decision feel more like it belongs to the character as opposed to belonging to whoever wrote the character you know what i mean does that yeah. make sense yeah like they own up to it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. i like that good that's a good uh astute observation jason do you want to talk over the questions last time yeah, i had some questions at the end yep. things i still need to know yep what i did is i looked back at that same list and it, to see if there was anything checked off I didn't come up with any any other new questions that I had. Maybe you have one or not. I don't I know. Don't. But don't. things we things we really wanted to know last time. What was in the box? Big check mark on what's in the box. Got it. We got it. Yeah. Where will Red Skull Jr. go now? To New York City? Yeah. The, we we didn't actually see him go there, but we know that the Doomsday Machine is in New York City. He's going to he's going to go right. there. Yeah. Right. Yep. Who is Kingpin's traitor? We do not know yet. We, we are still. <laughs> Will we ever know? <laughs> we are still waiting on that. I'm. I still think. I'm still extremely confident that it's Scorpion. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I think the other, um, the other five are like. I don't think he's that serious about this. So don't, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about this. Maybe he'll just forget. <laughs> Play cool. Oh, when will Silver Sable turn up again? Think, still think he will. S- still a mystery. If I, I'll tell you, if not in the next two episodes before the before the season is out. Yeah, let's say okay. that. This is one that I I couldn't decide for sure if it gets a check mark or not. What did Robbie need to do on the trip to Russia? Yes. And what point. is he now ready to reveal to Peter? So that was like yeah. I said that was pretty much a check because we know we we knew that he was his his like big secret that he was keeping from Peter was the story of the warriors that Professor Mosley has now has now given to Peter as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he had he had the he had one of the rings with him on the on the trip to Russia if you remember right. he I showed do. the ring to one of the scientists yeah or the, to the scientist who got who ended up getting captured and he's with he, he's with uh, uh, little ready now little or little, little scully or little ready <laughs> little scully I like little, little scully. scully okay yeah. little scully. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but we still don't know exactly what that what that meeting or what that what, what that what that was about. Like, was he right. was like? Do you think Mosley had sent him like to warn that scientist guy? And maybe maybe these are things uh-huh. that we'll just have to infer. Because right. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a big enough thing that is, is sort of presented as a a mystery here. But it's to me, it's a hanging. Uh, a, a hanging Chad. thread. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just really hope the whole Russia thing wasn't just a waste. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, I hope that yeah. we get answers about Russia in in general. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, though. I mean, why was Robbie there? <laughs> I hope we know more. Yeah, yeah. And then my last question, which is also unanswered, is about Nick Fury. And he, he says in that why first episode, the Parkers must not be cleared. And well, we why? know. Yeah. yeah, we we now know what the Parkers knew, right? They, right. Uh, we we got they that information. The, the warriors, right? But why? What what would what would clearing their names do? Right. How would ne- that how, how would that yeah how would that be a negative for Shield uh, uh, as a as an organization or to Nick Fury personally? Right. You know. Right. Like yeah. un- unless it was you know I I don't know unless it's something like they they found that they got that information like at Nick Fury and Shield's expense or something right. like that. Like they, you know, they they got the best of of Fury himself and he doesn't and he he's got a personal axe to grind. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I I don't either. It, yeah, and, and, and it begs the question more about Peter Parker's parents too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like maybe we're gonna get more of their story. Yeah. And maybe they know more than we know. And mm-hmm. we'll find out that, mm-hmm. that Nick Fury has has some more skin in the game. But yeah, I, I don't know why he said that. <laughs> it, it, and just, you know, as I was thinking through too, the like, um, forgive me if this is not a complete thought, because I was having it like as I was dialing into our call and, and thinking about this a little harder. We get this story from Mosley about how the, the five warriors kept their identities secret. And that's that's part of how they kind of stayed off the the grid so to speak and kept those doomsday keys hidden like could it be a thing where and and I, like I had, like I had said that seems like something the government should know about is it possible yeah. that they somehow didn't know or lost that information and like and Nick Fury is like just finding out about these guys he seemed to know who Marlo was though and like what right. his deal was right 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 so i don't so, know i yeah yeah, I think there's a lot of like balls in the air when it comes to the whole Nick Fury thing. And yeah, I hope that we see that at the end of the story. So mm-hmm. we have two episodes left with these characters. Right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so that's I correct. hope that we get something. Yeah. yeah. What else did we miss, Brian? What uh, What else is uh, What else is on your list that we uh, uh, that we didn't uh, talk about? The the um, just a good just a good uh, uh, kind of funny scene. A little bit of a little bit of a wink and a nod to the audience was that one where Rhino takes the key from the wizard right yeah yeah what it's what what was the because wi- funny because li- wizard was, wizard was like he was talking to a kid and we you get the, the what's implied is that wizard is like a comic book artist or something like that that's yes 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 yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that whole exchange like with the kid the, like don't make his he's the kid's drawing the thing yes and, and yeah. he's like don't make his hands bigger than his head yeah, it's like you don't even, you haven't looked at comic books lately. That's how the that's how they're drawn these days. 
and I was like, who are they insulting or who are they like giving a nod to there? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I like that whole scene. And and I yes, I I said that was very meta and I uh-huh. appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. One thing I want to mention, mm-hmm. possibly and I, I have the time mark somewhere written down here. I think it like the seven minute mark, possibly the absolute worst CGI in this episode. Did you catch it? Oh, I I I know you marked down the time, but I didn't look back at it. Was it when Spidey was perched on top of a building and they yes. do like a rotating uh, camera like a rotoscope thing. Yeah, yeah a rota- yes. the rotoscope around his head and it will yeah, it looked like garbage. It looked awful <laughs> to the point where I was like why did they use why it? Did like, you, why, yeah, why did you why did you put use this like in? An, a recycled hand drawn thing and just right. insert that? Oh my god, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah, it and was I remember clunky. when mm-hmm. Sean McKeever was on the show in when we were talking amazing friends. Yeah. Yep. that run and he's and i said this was my favorite iteration of the spider-man animated that i've seen is this series we're watching and yeah i still yeah. think i stand by that but he said i like it but i remember him saying the animation the cg you could tell they still hadn't perfected it mm-hmm. and i remember thinking mm-hmm. at the time okay he's being really picky yeah but when i saw that today i yeah. was like yeah right on sean mckeever right <laughs> you right. were onto something like yeah it was mm-hmm. distractingly terrible and it feels like they're using CG more than they used to in the first few seasons, and it didn't get any better mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. seasons one and season five. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, It'd be bad. it would be interesting to know if like if that is like strictly a like a financial choice that they made, or if it's a time choice. Like you know, like like were, yeah, did, were they? Quicker. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it, I don't it is... think it was artistic because you no, can't look at that and say it looks better. Certainly not artistic. <laughs> certainly I, I would go out on a limb and say not artistic. Yeah. Oh boy, but yeah. that was all I had, and I think all that's left is to give our our review. Unless you got anything else, Jason? Give me, give me your rating, Bry guy. I, I let Oof. me, let me tell you, let me tell you one thing before you give the rating because I know what you get. You wrote it in your notes. Yeah. I, I can't allow you to split I can't allow you to split this spider into four pieces. I can't. Uh, yeah, I, can't. I, know. I, I can't. know. Radio gonna... radioactive spiders can be cut one time. Okay, fair enough. Right. I know. I should have paid attention in science class much more than I did apparently. Yeah, so then I'm gonna have to do three point five. I 3. was gonna 5. do yeah, I was I was waffling between three and a half and four, and I, I can't give it four mm-hmm. just because it's too soon to tell and there were a lot of things that made me scratch my head and, and, and us talking about it, especially what you brought out brought up jason the mm-hmm. nothing much really happens in this episode in real time mm-hmm. and it's not very spider-man heavy you know like yeah, for yeah. me to give something a four or five star rating spider rating i'd have to see more spider-man so yeah three mm-hmm. and a half for mm-hmm. me yeah it was, for me it was kind of a mixed bag um you know it definitely answers questions you know fills in those holes and um it, you know as i was thinking about it as a semi-professional writer um, I was like, you know, if you're doing a five part thing, like part three, this is exactly when this, like these, this back, uh, this backstory should get filled and when this flashback should happen. You know I mean? Right. Like, like yep. if you're, if, if you're thinking of a, of a, of a, an arc that lasts for five pieces, yes, this is the piece where this happens. That gives me faith that they're going to be able to land the plane successfully. Yeah, I, I think so too. A, a, but as a as a standalone episode, I'm just going to give it three radioactive spiders, solid movement without loads of action. You know, we get the, the, the action is all in the past. It's a lot it's of exposition. A lot of yeah. exposition, a lot of things that have already happened, but things that are necessary for us to know get yeah. revealed here so yeah and i think, um, I think yeah. there'll be a good payoff like you said 
That's what I'm hoping, yeah. man. Well, uh, we're going to find out next time because uh, we got uh, 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 Chapter 4 of the of the Forgotten Warriors coming up. Uh, when next we speak, my friend. Yeah, the six will fight again. That's what the title tells me. So I'll be ready for a, a knockdown, drag-out cage match. Love, love it. All right, buddy. Take care. We'll see you back here then. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Instagram at Spidey's Amazing Fans. And reach us by email, SpideyFansPodcast at gmail.com. Our cover art was created by Rob Momarts. Follow him on Instagram to see his latest work. We know you've got a lot of choices in animated Spider-Man podcasts, so thanks for spending this time with us. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.